and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 262. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis, and I am glad that you are listening. Thank you. Today's blogcast is about theater, of which I have not seen any in person in uh, quite a long time. Uh, So, you know, (laughs) one day, again, perhaps... If I'm very lucky, <laughs> and yeah, and I'm still away from my uh, regular mic, so if this sounds different, that's why. Um, but perhaps we'll get used to this particular mic. I don't know. There is a tiny bit of white noise that's like coming from the basement of this house, which you would maybe be able to hear if I were like really silent for a while. But for now, it's a, it's just a kind of a gentle, lulling kind of a sound. En- enjoy it if you can hear it. I think most people won't hear it. But if you hear it, it, it here's some quiet hush for you. <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm going to read you this blog. It is called Here Comes the Wave. When I was in grad school, I brought the guest director from England to see a Moliere piece made by Teatro de la June Lune on tour from Minneapolis. I'd seen June Lune's work in their home when I was on tour and fell in love with their production of The Kitchen. If you saw this production, you'll know why. Plates! So I knew this visiting director would find something of interest in their Moliere piece. She was very impressed And we talked about that production a lot, even later that year when I came to assist her on a production in London. Not long after that, Jun Lun, after 30 years of innovative work, had to close. Word on the street was that financial troubles had sunk them and they had to disband. Every time I saw this director I'd brought to the show after that, she'd ask me, darling, how could this happen? How could they let this wonderful company die? What is wrong in your country that they don't know they need to take care of extraordinary artists like that? She was greatly troubled by the loss. I was too, though a lot less surprised, as I've come to expect a terrible survival of the financially fittest in the arts in this country. It's not the best art that survives, just the stuff that generates the most financially stable footprint. I think this is backwards, of course, Personally, I don't need my great artists to be financial wizards. If they're not great at managing their money, I don't think that should be a death sentence for a theater company. I want a company to make great theater. I don't need it to make great investments. Anyway, June Loon died, and it was a tragedy for their community, not to mention theater in general, and its reverberations were felt everywhere, even across the ocean to a director who'd seen their Moliere once. Now, here in 2021, a beloved, cherished English company has died. It is one with a similarly storied history, aesthetic chops, and full touring schedule. If you saw knee-high theater, you know you saw something special. And they survived through the pandemic. They made it through the eye of the hurricane. But they could go no further. It's heartbreaking. I want to call up that director who used to bemoan the loss of June Loon and say, darling, how could you let this happen? 
but of course, this is only the first of many beloved companies hitting the rocks, I expect. I expect this is about to happen around the world. There will be companies that quietly folded while we were all at home. There will be companies that held on throughout but could not pick up the pieces here at the end of the road. It's about to get very sad around here for the performing arts, and it's been sad for some time now, but it's somehow going to be a whole new wave of closures and sadness. Darling, how could we let this happen? There are a lot of positive developments in process. Broadway will be back in the fall. The public is doing some Shakespeare in the park this summer, featuring one of the actors from The Dragoning. Go see him. But June Loon is long gone. Knee-high is shutting down. As things start to open up, many other companies we love will discover that their futures are unsustainable. Darlings, do we have to let this happen? It's probably too late for most of them, but if you have a company you love, maybe let them know now. Maybe drop them a donation before they're gone forever. I probably should have put like a trigger warning at the top of this, like extremely sad news about theaters ahead. I don't, I don't think that's actually what trigger warnings are for. So it's probably, anyway, I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm the person that is breaking the news to you about knee high. Uh, you, I mean, you, I'm sure you already knew about June Loon because that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's real sad. It's real sad. It's so, so, so sad. Um, but I felt it was important to at least talk about a little bit so that I, we're prepared because it's going to get sadder. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so I think there's, uh, probably some video of Nihai you could watch. I, June Loon, it's harder to find because they, they folded kind of before the video age really hit. Uh, but yeah. I couldn't even find photos from the kitchen. I tried really hard, <laughs> and uh, alas, that production was in 1997, and if they took photos, they do not post them on the internet because it was a long time ago. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's all, yeah, sad. And also, my Polish accent uh, is not what it used to be. Uh, the, the director uh, who I am quoting, I think I wrote her words that she probably wouldn't say is what I realized as I was saying them. I was like, I don't think extraordinary is a word I ever heard her use, but I can't remember what word she actually said. So uh, anyway, I feel like I, I have to like find the right context and then I can like nail it, but I, I, this is not it. It's not exactly what she sounds like. She does sound amazing. I miss her. Anyway, uh, so song, what song? What's, uh, let's, let's have a song here. And I looked up songs about waves and uh, didn't find anything that seemed like, you know, doable for a while. Uh, there's an XTC song called That Wave, which is impossible in so many ways. Um, but, you know, it's XTC, so it's also delightful. It's delightful and impossible. 
So, so not for this context, but you can go listen to it if you'd like to. Also, it wasn't quite appropriate in the sense of, the, of what the wave was doing. Uh, so I ended, I ended up finding uh, Amber Waves by Tori Amos, which is also not directly in line with this particular meaning-wise but um, there's something there's a there's a bit about the northern lights that show up in this song. So if you just want to substitute theater for northern lights when you listen to it, then it'll be just like a direct line, direct line. And the waves are sort of incidental in terms of <laughs> what it means. But but I felt like the part about the northern lights really like hit me in the same way. So. Uh, in a moment, you will hear Tori Amos's Amber Waves. This is the first time I've ever covered a Tori Amos song, so this is taking me down. I think it's not going to be the last, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it, it will not be the last. And uh, I had to play a chord that I almost always try to avoid on the ukulele. It's extremely easy on guitar, this chord, but I only have the ukulele here with me, so I had to play it on ukulele, so I finally finally faced the difficult E chord. Can you believe an E is difficult? But it is. It's difficult on a ukulele, and I faced it. Yeah. Face your difficulties, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> when you're in the mood. When you're in the mood to face them, go for it. Uh, so that'll be on here just a moment. Uh, meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Share it. Like, subscribe, reviews, do all the things. Uh, if you'd like to support it, there is patreon.com slash Davis. There's also PayPal and Ko-fi. All of those links are in the show notes and much appreciated. Your ears on this podcast especially. So thank you. Now, without any further ado, I give to you Amber Waves. Well, he lit you up like amber waves in his movie show. Fixed you up real good till I don't know you anymore. From ballet class to a lap dance straight to video. And the poolside news was that Launching you into every young man's bedroom. You gave it up. DVD and magazine. You gave it up. A private rite of passage. You gave it up. To every boy's sweet dreams with their paper cuts. You said he's got a healing machine. It glows in the dark. Glows in the dark. You say there's not a lot of me left anymore, leave it alone. But if you're by and you have the time, tell the northern lights to keep shining. Oh, lately it seems like they're drowning. He could light you up and summon every swan to the Some optical stimulus.
Then you started to guess there was someone else through his flip glass. Seeing all of you immersed in his sepia into every young man's bedroom. You gave it up. DVD and magazine. You gave it up. Tell the northern lights to keep shining Oh, lately it seems like they're drowning So I went by, cause I had the time Told the northern lights to keep shining